KMTT, Kimitzion Tetzei Torah, Ruchim Abayim. This is Ezra Bek, this is KMTT. Today is Monday, Yud Aleph Elul. It's already the 11th day of Elul. Rosh Hashanah is getting close. Okay, we're starting our second week of KMTT for the uh, Chodesh Elul, our first full week. Today's Shur, as every Monday in Chodesh Elul, is the Shur of Harav Yamin Tavori. In the weekly mitzvah, this week the weekly mitzvah for Parshat Ki Tavo. We're not going to have, uh, we haven't yet arranged for the daily halacha yomit, so we have the half hour of Haraf Tavoi, and that'll be the shir for today. Tomorrow on Tuesday will be the shir in Parshat Shavua. Wednesday the shir of Haraf Targin in the Shlosh Midot, the 13 Attributes of Mercy. Thursday's shir will be Havav Yaakov Khan on Hilchot Rosh Hashanah. And Friday, the usual Erev Shabbat program. Okay. Now, Harav Tavori, the weekly mitzvah, Pashat Kitavo. In Pashat Kitavo, the parsha of Vidui Masrot, of bringing Trumos and Masros, bringing the required separations of the fruit, of the vegetables that we eat, and the Torah tells us the parasha to say, the, the paragraphs of the Torah that we recite when we do this mitzvah. We say, Lo avarti mi I did not go against the mitzvah of God, and I did not forget. Rashi on Chumash explains that the phrase, Lo shachachti, I did not forget, is referring to the idea of Lo shachachti masot. I did not forget to give the bracha, to say the bracha on giving maser. That, according to Rashi, is included in the parsha that a person says at the time of Vidoy Masros. Now that seems very strange because we know, or we have a general assumption, that the bracha before any mitzvah is a bracha durabana, is an enactment of the Chachamim, that a person must make a bracha before he does a mitzvah. How could Rashi interpret the chapter of the Torah, to refer to a bracha which it itself is only durabanan? It was enacted later. It's not a biblical law. Some of the commentaries of Rashi actually point out that Rashi didn't mean it. Rashi, when Rashi said, he wasn't referring to the bracha that we think, that I assumed was the bracha, but it just means to, means to bless God, to thank God, to be aware of hakaras atov, to think that I am grateful to God when I brought the Masros. And therefore, it's not referring to the bracha itself. However, Rashi, in the Gemara, in Brachos, where the Gemara has a similar comment, the Gemara's comment there is much uh, a topic of various readings of the Gemara, various texts. In our Gemara, in Brachos, it says, that phrase would not refer necessarily to the bracha. 
Lo avarti milavarecha means I did not transgress from thanking you, from giving you a bracha, but not necessarily for making a bracha. There, the Gemara discusses, is it really referring to a bracha or not? The Gemara, according to our text, seems to think that it's referring to a bracha. And Rashi there, on the Gemara, says, What is levarechacha? Rashi quotes the text of the bracha that we say, so it does seem that Rashi <coughs> really interpreted the statement, not just to thank a Kaddish Baruch Hu, but based on the Gemara, that it means the, the Birchas HaMitzvah. And therefore it's very difficult. How could Rashi say that the Torah is referring to a bracha which is only to Rabbanan? The Torah Tnima and other commentaries comment on this and say automatically that this is an asnachta. The pshat of the pasuk is not to make the bracha, but from here the chachamim somehow attached it to the pasuk and said that if there's a birchas hamitzvah for afrashos, chumas masros, which this bracha is somehow hinted at in the Torah, is referred to when we will just later when we make the Birchas HaMitzvah, we'll attach it to this concept. But really, it's not a a bracha at all. Minatora. Minatora, there's no requirement to make such a bracha. And therefore, it doesn't seem that a person would have to say, it seems illogical, that a person would have to say, Minatora, according to biblical law, a person would have to say, I did not forget to make the bracha when I did this mitzvah. If in fact, he doesn't have to make the bracha at all, according to biblical law. What would have happened had the din been that a bracha would be minatora? Would the bracha be ma'akev? Would it hold back the mitzvah? Normally we think that a birchas ha-mitzvah is a mitzvah, there's a bracha midrabanan, a rabbinic Law that a person should make a bracha before he does a mitzvah, but we generally think that if a person makes the does the mitzvah without making the bracha, he fulfills the chiyuv anyway. This is based on a gemara in brachas daftezvav and other sources. The gemara there says that if a person doesn't make a bracha on shuma, a person can't make a bracha on shuma for whatever reason. He can't make a bracha on shuma, so he didn't make a bracha on shuma. The gemara there says in daftezvav and brachas that you fulfill the obligation anyway, even if you didn't make the bracha. The Gemara says there clearly that a a mitzvah without a bracha, you fulfill the mitzvah. The rush, the agos ashri, on the spot, the tosos harash, on the spot, tosos harash says that from here we learn that all birchas ha-mitzvah, if a person forgot to do the mitzvah, to do the bracha, you fulfill the mitzvah anyway. For example, a person um, blew shofar and did not make a bracha before you blow the shofar, at the end we say you fulfilled the mitzvah. A person ate matzah and forgot to make the bracha on eating matzah, so he fulfilled the mitzvah anyway. But the rush added a comment. And the rush said, because he have a bracha The Gemara said the bracha of Truma is Drabanan, 
And therefore, a person who was mafish, truma, without a bracha, fulfills the chiyuv. The rush inferred from this Gemara that had the bracha been the araisa, it would, it would seem that you do not actually fulfill the mitzvah. Because the bracha would be ma'akev, the bracha would hold back the fulfillment of the mitzvah. I, we pass in the brachos einan ma'akvos. We pass in the bracha does not hold back the keep the fulfillment of the mitzvah. So this is because we hold that brachas rabbanan. But the Rus says if brachas would be daraisa, then it would seem that a person could not fulfill the mitzvah without a bracha. This led to a, a long discussion between Rebbe Chanan Vasaman, Hashem Yikam Demo, Zechatzadik Levracha, and the Dvar Avram, Rebbe Avram Dober Kana Shapiro. The Apparently, Rabbi Wasserman wrote to the Dvaravram and said to him that if this would be true, then a person would not fulfill the mitzvah of learning Torah without a bracha. Since Birchas HaTorah, the, the bracha that a person must make before he learns Torah, is the Araisa, that is clearly the opinion of the Ramban, the Ramban in Sefer HaMitzvahs, in the mitzvahs that the Rambam left out, the Ramban adds the mitzvah of Birchas HaTorah. There's no doubt that according to the Ramban, Birchas HaTorah is a, birchas, is a, is a bracha midaraisa. So he said, if that would be true, then a person would not fulfill the mitzvah with, without the bracha. And that's something new, something that we've never heard before. And then he said another <laughs> kind of a brilliant argument. He said, really, we know you're not allowed to learn without a bracha. Whether the bracha satara is daraisa or the rabbanan, your person sh- certainly should not learn without making a bracha. But, uh, and the Gemara in the Darim, Dafpei Aleph, says a very famous Gemara that says, Amma of Daharitz, what is the reason for the desolation of the land? Because they didn't make a bracha on the Torah. They said that would come out very strange. Since you do not fulfill the mitzvah without the bracha, then if you don't make a bracha, there's no mitzvah. If there's no mitzvah, there's nothing wrong with learning Torah without a bracha. The argument is, is ingenious. Since the bracha is ma'akev Torah, therefore one does not fulfill Torah without a bracha, therefore... Uh, why would it be also to learn without a bracha? Because you do not fulfill a mitzvah. What you would have to say, and they suggested themselves, these gedolim in their discussion, that the bracha is not on the mitzvah of Limut Torah, but it's on the actual learning Torah. And learning Torah requires a bracha. It's not just birchas ha-mitzvah which requires to- birchas ha-mitzvah on Torah. When a person is mafish chala, so it's a birchas ha-mitzvah. A person eats matzah, there's a birchas ha-mitzvah. A person learns Torah, it's not just a birchas ha-mitzvah. It's a bracha because Torah requires a bracha. To enter the province of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to learn his Torah, requires a bracha beforehand. And he says, if that would be true, then women would be required to make the birchas ha-Torah. That is the argument that Rebbe Hanan proposed to the Dvavram. In short, he said that according to the reasoning of the Rosh, had Birchas HaMitzvah been the Araisa, it would have been Ma'akev the Mitzvah. 
And therefore, he went on to a tangent to discuss what would be the law of Birchas HaTorah if a person did not make Birchas HaTorah, would he fulfill the mitzvah? And why would it be that you would have to make the bracha even if you don't fulfill the mitzvah? It happens to be that the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, that Simon Memzayin, the last halacha of Simon Memzayin in Orachayim, the halacha is that Nashim Bevachot Birchot HaTorah, women make Birchas HaTorah. And the reason that women make Birchas HaTorah is an issue of dispute among the various commentators. Some say that it's a regular Birchas HaMitzvah. It's a regular bracha you do before you perform a mitzvah, but you women make the bracha the same way that Ashkenazi women make the bracha before they eat uh, matzah. Before, I'm sorry, matzah women are involved, but be a mitzvah from which women are potter. For example, shofar, or sitting in sukkah, or taking a lulav, we paskin, that women can make a bracha. We, the Ashkenazi psak is that women can make a bracha even if they're potter from such a mitzvah. So some say that that is the reasoning that women make brichas Torah because they make a bracha on a mitzvah even if they're potter from that mitzvah. However, it's well known that Rebbe Velvel, the Briskerov, explained differently, basically the same idea that we've suggested here. He said the bracha of on learning Torah, we, it's almost irrelevant if it's the Arais or the Rabbanan, but the bracha of learning Torah is not on the mitzvah of Tamot Torah, it's the chefts of Torah, cries the bracha. That meeting with Torah, entering the world of Torah, the Dalet Amos Shel Halacha, to learn HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Torah requires the bracha beforehand. That bracha is not necessarily because of the mitzvah. Therefore, if a person would not fulfill the mitzvah, he still would be required to make the bracha. A person who would not fulfill the mitzvah, but yet learn Torah, would still be included in the Gemara, Alma Avda Haaretz. And also, for the same reason, women would have to make a bircha Torah because of the Etzim Mifgashim HaKadosh Baruch Hu, just because of that meeting with HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Torah. Because of learning Torah, women would also have to make a bracha on learning Torah. In any case, this argument whether the bracha would have been ma'akev in the mitzvah, according to the rush, if he if we take him at face value, the rush would seem to, the rush took the gemara brachas at, same, at face value. It would say that if a birchas mitzvah is ma'akev, then you would have to repeat the bracha since. Repeat the mitzvah. Since we pass in the birchas mitzvah to Rabbanan, therefore we pass when a person did the mitzvah without a bracha, you fulfill the obligation. So far, what we've learned is that birchas mitzvah, the brachas and mitzvahs, are all brachas to Rabbanan. Although we quoted a Rashi that seems to say that birchas that the bracha of chumas and is the raisa, we said that this is probably only. The Rabbanon, it's an Asmachta, maybe Rashi never said it in the first place, but we, if it would have been Menatara, it would be perhaps Me'akev, but since it's the Rabbanon, the Bracha is definitely not Me'akev. Those are the two points that we've made so far. I'd like to discuss now both issues. Is it so simple to say that the Birchas HaMitzvah are only the Rabbanon? Now, it's true that the Gemara in Brachos said so clearly. The Gemara said that Brachos, the Bracha on Truma is the Rabbanan. And therefore, if a person did not make it, he does not have, have to, he can do the mitzvah without making the Bracha, with the Evet. However, we have a Yerushalmi. 
that says that birchas that implies that birchas hamitzvah are more than just a regular drabana. Yushalmi in brachas perik vav halacha aleph says as follows: Minayin shekola mitzvahs tunos bracha. From where do we know that all the mitzvahs require a bracha? Rav Tanchuma, Rav Abba, Barkana, B'Shem Rebbe Lezer, Ve'etnechal Esluchas Ve'even HaTorah Ve'amitzvah. The Torah said, I'm giving you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, I'm giving you the Luchot, the covenant made out of stone, Ve'atorah Ve'amitzvah. Torah compared to mitzvah. And then the Rishami says, Hikish Torah LeMitzvah. The comparison between Torah and Mitzvah is included in the Pasuk. Ma Torah tu'una bracha, af mitzvahs tu'unos bracha. The same way that Torah requires a bracha, so mitzvahs require a bracha. The simple interpretation of the Yushalmi is that whatever we learn is the din of Birchas HaTorah, that same halacha would apply to Birchas HaMitzvah. The, the Torah compared them, HaTorah mitzvah. If we would say that Birchas HaTorah is Daraisa, as I said before, the Ramban really said that. The Ramban said Birchas HaTorah is Daraisa. Therefore, it would follow that the way he would read the Yushalmi would be that since Birchas HaMitzvah, Birchas HaTorah is Daraisa, so Birchas HaMitzvah would also be Daraisa. The Rambam, his opinion, the Rambam's opinion vis-à-vis Birchas HaTorah is rather unclear. The Rambam did not say in Mishnah Torah or in Sefer HaMitzvahs that there's a biblical obligation to make Birchas HaTorah. The fact that the Rambam did not say it does not prove that he thinks Birchas HaTorah is Drabana. The Ramban himself argued and said that Birchas HaTorah should be counted as a separate mitzvah. And he said, and if you'll argue with me and say that it's not counted as a mitzvah because it's part of Talmud Torah, I'll give you other examples of mitzvahs that has somehow have two parts and we would count both parts, just the reading the parasha and doing the mitzvah. The Ramban anticipated an argument that learning Torah and making the bracha might be counted together as one mitzvah. And that's the, the reason the Rambam did not count them as two separate mitzvahs. The Rambam rejected the reasoning, but that does not necessarily mean the Rambam rejected that reasoning. So it is possible that the Rambam thought Bircha Satar is Doraisa. It is possible the Rambam thinks really there's a biblical obligation to recite Bircha Satar before you learn. In fact, that Gemara that we quoted before in the Darim, the reason for the destruction, for the desolation of Eretz Yisrael was because of not making the bracha, that Gemara would imply that Birchas HaTorah is a Daraisa. It would be strange to assume that the Birchas HaTorah is only Durabanan, and yet people omitting Birchas HaTorah would be the cause of such a major calamity occurring to the Jewish people. It does seem to imply that Birchas HaTorah are Daraisa. So it is possible to say that Rambam thinks that Birchas HaTorah are Daraisa. However, the Rambam 
does not relate specifically to Birchas Torah, but in another context, the Ramam said, all the brachos in the world, if a person is not sure if he made them, need not repeat them. We paskin Safik Brachas Lakel, Safik Drabanan Lakula. We passed in two different laws, but now is not the time to explain the relationship between the two laws. But we passed in that if a person is in doubt whether he made a bracha or not, he need not say the bracha. If a person, for example, um, made a bracha drabanan, for example, uh, let's say he put on tzitzis, and we're assuming that uh, the bracha is only drabanan, and a person forgot whether he made the bracha or not, <coughs> he should not make the bracha, because suffolk drabanan lakula. And the Rambam says clearly that all the brachas that a person is not sure whether he made them, we say they're all lakula, except for birchas hamazon. Birchas hamazon, benching, which is a biblical requirement, as the Torah says, v'yachalta v'savata v'yachta Hashem alokecha, when a person eats and is satiated, he must give a bracha to HaGadosh Baruch Hu, he must say birchat hamazon, he must bench. So if this bracha is the only bracha that a person is not sure, a person ate a full meal, and he's not sure whether he benched or not, then he must bench. Because Safik Daraisa Lechumra, biblical Safik, when we're in doubt whether about a biblical law, the law is we have to be more stringent, we have to say the bracha now, assuming that we somehow didn't say it before. But the Rambam only said there is one exception to the rule of Safik Rabbanon Lakula. All the brachas the Rambam said are the Rabbanon, and therefore if a person is not sure, he does not say the bracha. Except for Birchas HaMazon, which is Doraisa, and therefore a person is not sure, he should say it. Since he omitted Birchas HaTorah, he did not say, except for Birchas HaMazon and Birchas HaTorah, it implies that the Ram thinks that Birchas HaTorah also the Rabbanon. The reason the Ramam did not count them in Sefer HaMitzvah is not because any uh, unique reason to explain the character of, of the relationship between Birchas HaTorah and, and, and Torah. It's simply because he thought there's no biblical requirement to make the bracha on, on Torah. If that would be true, it's really the Rabbanan, then the Rambam would say Torah of HaMitzvah. He would interpret Yerushalmi the same way Torah requires a bracha. So, Mitzvah requires a bracha as asmachta. It's only drabanan. Even birchas hatorah is drabanan. So if we would take the Yushalmi clearly, it would say seem to say that birchas hamitzvah have the same law as as birchas hatorah. Whatever birchas hatorah is, that's the same for birchas hamitzvah. So according to the Ramban, one could really argue that according to the Yushalmi, birchas hatorah daraisa, therefore birchas hamitzvah daraisa. Whereas according to the Bavli, birchas hatorah. Where, according to the Bavli, Birchas HaMitzvah certainly are the Rabbanan, and according to the Rambam, we would interpret the Yushalmi, even Birchas HaTorah is the Rabbanan, and so is Birchas HaMitzvah. Interestingly enough, the Rambam has a letter in which he refers to this Gemara in the Darim. The Gemara says, The destruction of the Eretz Yisrael is because they did not make a bracha on Torah. So he pointed out, if, if the bracha is only to Rabbanan, it seems a little strange 
that the Rambam would say, the Rambam would interpret that Gemara, that the Bracha is only the Rabbanan, nevertheless, the Gemara says that the of the Haaretz is because of, of, of not making a Bracha, which is only the Rabbanan in the first place. In the letter, the Rambam said a novel interpretation of that Gemara. The Rambam said that really, according to biblical law, the, when the, we read the Torah, the first Aliyah should be given to a Tamid Chacham. The Rambam in Pirusham Shnais and Gitten, as well as in other places, mentions that really the law that a Kohen gets the first Aliyah is only if they're among peers. People basically of the same level, and you have to choose who should get the first Aliyah, so the Kiddashto implies that you give it to the Kohen first. However, if they're objectively is a major Tamid Chacham, so based on that famous Mishnah in Horias, that Tamid Chacham, irrespective of his lineage, precedes a Kohen, if the Kohen is not of the same level in learning. So really, Kavad Torah means, the respect for Torah means you should give an Aliyah to the, to the Israel, to the Tamid Chacham, before you give to the Kohen. The Raman therefore interpreted, there was a, they did not give the first Aliyah to the Tamid Chacham. They gave the first aliyah to the Kohen. And that was disrespect to Torah. Kavara Torah is, requires an, a, a Tamid Chacham getting the first aliyah. So therefore, the Churban Beis Hamikdash, according to that interpretation, was not because of the Bracha, not referring to Birchas Torah, but referring to the concept that a person should show Kavara Torah by giving a Tamid Chacham the first aliyah. Although this is a very interesting idea that the Rambam himself stated in a number of places, yet when it comes to the bottom line, the Rambam in, in Yara Chazaka, the Rambam in Mishnah Torah, the Rambam codifying the law says that the common practice, which he does not criticize, he just says this is the common practi- practice, is that we give the first Aliyah to the Kohen, even if he's not on the same level as the Israel. So the Rambam interestingly enough, discuss the theory of the matter, but practically, the Ram endorsed the, the ongoing custom that a coin does get the first Aliyah. Be that as it may, we've interpreted the Yushalmi that there's a possibility to say that Birchat HaMitzvah would be the Oraisa. This could be found, a trace of this, in this interpretation of Rashi, the Lovati Mitzvah is actually referring to the Brach of Trumas and Masras. And we said, Ay, it's the Rabbanan. Everybody knows Birchas HaMitzvah Rabbanan. Perhaps Rashi is referring to an idea that's found in Yushalmi that Birchas Mitzvah perhaps could be the Araisa. The second point that we said is would the Bracha be Ma'akev? Would the Bracha hold back a person from fulfilling the Mitzvah? So we said, if it's the Araisa, the Rush would say, yes, it could hold back the mitzvah. If it would be the Rabbanan, it doesn't hold back the mitzvah. And therefore, the law, for, since we pass in according to the Bavli, that birchas ha-mitzvah are all brachas to Rabbanan, therefore, if a person did not make a birchas ha-mitzvah, we would say it does not hinder the fulfillment of the mitzvah. It's not ma'akev. Why then would you say lo avarti mi Why would that be such an inherent part of vidui masros to say I did not forget to make the bracha, even though it's an asmachta, even though we think it's the rabbanan? But yet, 
why would it at all be included in the concept of of I did not I gave Trumas the Masvas properly, I did not forget to make the bracha. Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky, the former Rosh Hashiva of Torah Vadas, Zichona Levracha, the wrote a sefer on Chumash called Emes Liyakov, and he quoted the Mishnah in Trumos that we alluded to before, but tried to deduct from this Mishnah a new halacha. The Mishnah that we said before quotes, Hey, lo yitromu. There are five types of people that should not give truma. Vim tarmu trumas and truma. But if they did, the truma is valid. The first three of this group of five are people that for one reason or another cannot make the bracha. The next two are people who do not know how to give trumas masters properly. Now I understand, says Rubiakov, the second part. There are two people who can't give truma because they don't know how to do it properly. But if they do it, nevertheless, truma is valid. But the first three, there are three people who can't give truma, but if they do, the truma is valid. Why would I have thought otherwise? I understand that they should not give truma because they cannot make the bracha. But of course their truma is valid. Why would you bring these five people together? The second group of people taught me a chiddush, taught me a new law, that even though they did not know how to give truma properly, the truma is nevertheless valid. The, in the first case, of course the truma is valid. And Rabbi Yaakov wanted to suggest that there's a group of mitzvahs that, unlike other birchas ha-mitzvah, are ma'akev if you do not do the, if you do not make the bracha. It's true, of course, that most mitzvahs, like I said, by lulav, shofar, tefillin, matzah, all those mitzvahs, if a person did not, it did, forgot, for whatever reason, did not make the bracha before he did the mitzvah, of course he fulfills the mitzvah. But yet, Rabbi Yaakov wanted to introduce a category that the mitzvah is more important, the bracha is more important than by other mitzvahs. He gave shechita as an example. He says, it's true that shechita is a mitzvah. It's a technical mitzvah. A person has to eat, he does a mitzvah. But he says it's more than that. It is matir, the animal. Before you shecht, before a person would do shechita, the animal is aser, as nevela. In order to change the status of the animal from that of nevela or eno zavuach, an animal which was not checked properly, perhaps there the chalos, the new situation that's created by doing the act, has to have a bracha preceding it. The bracha determines the result of what you do. If a person ate matzah, the result of eating the matzah is that the, you ingested matzah and fulfilled the mitzvah. But when you create a new situation, perhaps a person could argue and say, that that situation itself is related to the bracha. He says, for example, by truma samasros, when a person gives truma, he says there is a mitzvah of removing it, of hafrasha, of separating the truma from the tevel, the part that's teethed, the part that's given to the kohen, to the levi, to be removed from the 
part that's called Tevel, that means before the Trumas and Masas were given, that's a mitzvah. But there's another mitzvah as well. To give it to the Kohen. To give it to the Levi. When a person gives the Truma, so I don't know if his intention is only to give the Truma, or because it becomes Truma, the, the, the separated section becomes Truma. Chuma, and actually, in a certain sense, belongs to the Kohen. So, there is a chalos. There is a new situation created by it. And Rabbi Yaakov wanted to suggest that in such a case, the bracha is, I say, lo milvareich, I did not forget to make the bracha, which means I gave the hafrasha, when I separated, I gave it with the intention of giving it to the Kohen. I would doubt whether Rabbi Yaakov thought that this idea means the bracha is daraisa. We did suggest that according to Yushalmi, is a bircha, the birchas ha-mitzvah could be a bracha daraisa. But according to Rabbi Yaakov, I think he suggests that even if it's a mitzvah rabbanan, even if the bracha is on the rabbanan, <coughs> there might be cases where a, even a bracha rabbanan could be ma'akev in the, in the fulfillment of the mitzvah. And therefore... Although it's an asmachta, it makes sense to say lo avarti mitzvah To summarize, we've discussed basically that Rashi thought lo is to make a bracha. That led us to a discussion where the birchas mitzvah is daraisa. Although we know the general opinion is that birchas mitzvah are darabanan, only birchas haTorah seems to be daraisa. We pointed out that in both of them there might be a machlokas. Birchas HaTorah, according to Ramban, is the Raisa, but maybe according to Rambam, it's the Rabbanan. Whereas Birchas HaMitzvah, according to the way we paskin, according to the Rambam, and according to the Bavli, we paskin that Birchas HaMitzvah the Rabbanan. Nevertheless, there might be an opinion in the Yushalmi that the Bracha is the Raisa. As far as being Ma'akev goes, we thought that if the Bracha is the Raisa, the Rosh said it might be Ma'akev. And we discussed if it's Ma'akev in Talmud Torah. As far as Mitzvah Rabbanan, for sure, a bracha a mitzvah a, a mitzvah daraisa, but a bracha drabanan for sure we said it's not ma'akev. But we point out a chiddush of Yaakov that there might be cases where even a birchas a mitzvah drabanan may be ma'akev the kiyum ha'mitzvah. You have been listening to Harav Binyamin Tavori, the weekly mitzvah for Pashat Ki Tavo, and that's it for today. You've been listening to KMTT, the Torah podcast. Kimitzion Teitzei Torah. Wishing you a call to this has been Ezra Bick. Tomorrow's Shia is Parshat HaShavua, given by Harav Alex Israel. Till then, call to Kvayitim La Torah, and we'll be back tomorrow.